When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you do when you see a problem and you want to bring it to your colleague's attention, but you're worried it's going to create problems? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Hey, welcome to the show today. We are tackling a question that came from a member of the Let's Grow Leaders community, uh, and it's a fantastic opportunity to address some leadership challenges that I think everyone can empathize with at some point in your career. So I wanted to uh, share this question with you. This was asked personally live in a session, uh, but I'd love to take your questions too. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. And yes, I love answering questions. I would love to answer yours. So if you want to send in a question, please do so, david.die at letsgrowleaders.com, or you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com, the podcast homepage, and you'll see a big orange button there that you can click and you can record your question. Love to hear from you and uh, use one of your questions in a future episode. So let's uh, more fully tackle this question that came from Maria. As I said, a member of the community, she was uh, attending a uh, workshop we were doing with one of our clients and asked this towards the end of the program. So here's how she describes the situation. We work in a 24 by seven environment with multiple shifts. Each shift has responsibilities to clean, restock, and prepare our workspace for the next shift. Sometimes my team will find something isn't done quite right. No big deal. But it often happens that we show up to a situation that causes real problems in our ability to do our job. I wanna bring it up in our leaders meeting but I worry about creating nitpicking or shift versus shift dynamics. Do you have any suggestions? Well, Maria's challenge is common and leaders at peer levels can experience challenges with one another's work and their work product and how it affects their work. Maybe your manager, if you've been in one of these situations or you're in it right now, maybe your manager can't or won't address it right now for whatever reason. And that's frustrating, but this is also one of those challenges that creates a fantastic opportunity for you to lead. Specifically, it's a chance to lead other leaders and build a collaborative culture. So let's start at the beginning. As always, when we're talking about leadership without losing your soul and human-centered leadership, we're going to start with confidence and humility, focusing on results and relationships. So before the conversation, Take time to center yourself in confidence and humility. The confidence that you see a genuine issue. You didn't imagine the negative effects on your team, and it takes confidence to bring it up with other leaders, to share your vision of what's possible, or to address a breach of understanding. 
And you're going to temper that confidence with the humility that you don't have the other leader's realities. You don't know their perspectives. So we're going to come to that conversation with a genuine curiosity and hope for what's possible. The second element of this conversation is still focusing on you is it's another mindset shift that can make the conversations collaborative and help you to lead other leaders. And that is to assume that other people want to do a good job. Assume good intent. It's highly unlikely that those other leaders woke up that morning thinking about how they could make life difficult for you or your team. They're struggling through and trying to make it work. So this isn't a conversation about blaming others for problems. It's a chance to look forward together. Starting with confidence and humility while assuming good intent, focusing on the results you're trying to achieve and the positive relationships, those mindsets will help you to avoid some of the nitpicking or antagonism. There's nothing to pick at. It's just an opportunity for all of us to help one another succeed. Next, you want to tap into a shared understanding of what success looks like. Where you start the conversation will depend on the standards, agreements, or expectations that already exist. If there's a defined process and one leader isn't following it, you might talk with them directly and have an Inspire conversation. You can check out past episodes for the Inspire method where to address performance challenges or misaligned expectations. But you might start that conversation with something like, I want to make sure that we're setting one another up for success. Three times over the past 10 days, we've come in and here's what we found. I know our expectation is that we are doing it this way. And here's the impact on our team. I'm wondering how it looks from your perspective. And then you can follow up with, so is your team experiencing anything similar from our team? What do you think we can do to ensure that we're putting one another in the best position to succeed? So there are different elements of the Inspire method in those conversations, noticing what's happening, supporting evidence, probing, asking for their perspective, inviting solutions, checking for understanding. And when you get to that S step, supporting evidence, the more detailed support that you can bring to the conversation, the better. You know, even photos or specifics about the impact on your team's work can be helpful. Finally, you want to make sure you're not putting it all on their shoulders. Be a part of potential solutions like, hey, what can I do to help? I want to make sure my team's setting you up similarly. Are there any opportunities you see so that it's something all of you are trying to achieve together? Now, let's talk about what do you do when you're trying to solve these kinds of problems and lead other leaders, but there is no shared understanding of what success looks like. When there's no agreement or expectation for how things should work, this is an opportunity to create that shared understanding. So you can start these conversations with shared realities. For example, you might say, well, I've noticed that my team spends 45 minutes doing this uh, with a consequence uh, that we're backed up in this way and this is happening and, and there's some serious consequences here. I'm curious what your teams are experiencing. And if other people are having some similar kinds of experiences on their teams, as the conversation proceeds, now you can suggest a solution. What if we were to agree, you know, maybe you say, what if we were to agree to always set one another up for success by doing these three things? It would take our team 15 minutes, but it would save everyone a ton of time on the other end. All right, so you have those conversations. Sometimes you're gonna have to escalate. Sometimes you'll discover 
that your peer doesn't have the same understanding that you do. They might say something like, well, hey, that checklist is a suggestion if we have time. It's not a commitment we have to do every day. When things get busy, I'd rather my people focus on taking care of our clients. You know, it's a perspective that one of your colleagues might have. In those situations, it's appropriate to invite them to talk together with your manager. You have different views of what your manager expects and what success looks like, and so you want to resolve that difference. You don't want to go around them. You're not trying to tattle or anything. It's more like this. Oh, got it. Sounds like we have very different expectations, uh, understand those expectations differently. Uh, I'd like to go get this sorted out. I want to make sure that our team's doing what you need and, that, and vice versa. Uh, let's go talk with our manager and, and sort it out. Would you be willing to come with me? But I'm going to go, I want to go have that conversation. Now, they may not choose to go with you, but you've given them respect by inviting them. You're not going behind their back or you're not complaining about a peer. You had a direct and a transparent conversation. You've approached the scenario with confidence and humility. You've focused on the relationships and the results that you need to achieve to move everything forward. So that's the starting point to take the initiative, leading other leaders when some of these situations occur, when your colleagues or their teams are not approaching things, are not having the same work product, or not preparing the space, or whatever it looks like, and you need to have that conversation. Start with confident humility, focus on results and relationships, approach it not with blame, but by assuming good intent. If there's a shared understanding of what success looks like, tap into that first, have that inspire conversation. If there isn't this shared understanding, take the opportunity to create one by having a conversation around shared experiences. And then finally, when you need to escalate, and go get clarification, do it, but have the transparent conversation and invite the other leader leaders with you. The goal here is to make everything work for everyone. Not, not trying to get anybody in trouble and you're not creating a us versus them, it's us versus the work that needs to be done, the results we need to achieve. That's the goal. So thank you again for the question. Love to answer your question in a future episode. It's easy to be frustrated when a colleague's team isn't performing at the level you expect, but it's also an opportunity for you to build shared understanding, influence your peers, and create collaboration. Take advantage of those moments to be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.